Welcome to Red Zone DFS Week 10. We got some uh, price changes this week, a lot of inflation, a lot of stuff that's resembling what's <laughs> oh. happening in the United States right now. We got an inflated DK set this <laughs> week. So we're seeing some prices go up. We're going to have to get a little more creative with these stacks and uh, find these low-owned guys and these low-price guys. But uh, we've been doing a pretty good job of that this season, so we're going to keep it going. Vin, Jim, how are you feeling this week? Feel good. I feel like, you know, we'll, we'll find a way to navigate some of these supply chain issues and get the right guys into the lineup. And uh, I feel good. Yeah, you know, we're going to probably have to pivot the strategy a little bit. Um, <laughs> we're going to really just have to lean into some of the new uh, pricing that's been thrown out there. Right. And, and it's buzzword night. It's Friday night. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, I think it's going to be a good week. Um I am. I, I think that there's going to be some players that, um, like, I think we could see some record-breaking scores this week. So I've got an interesting hot take for the end of the uh, end of the like end that. of the podcast. All like right. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be more on the side this week that NFL everything's gonna go the way it's supposed to go, even though that hasn't happened once this season. But I'm gonna stay with that, and because I think the matchups we got this week with the players we like to play are just sweet this week our normal guys we play week to week have some of the best matchups known to mankind i feel like this is going to be our week where we take down some tournaments and burn it down i feel pretty good i feel burn pretty it good to the ground oh, yeah. lead us off then you're, you're feeling you're feeling confident tonight like, yeah i'm gonna go with my yeah i'm gonna go with my first stack um my first stack is gonna be seattle russell wilson oh. dk lockett Russell's back, right? Russell's going to throw some deep balls, DK, lock it. I don't know who's going to get it, so I'm going to have some lineups with just DK and Russ, and I'll have lineups with just Russ and lock it because you don't know which guy is just going to take the entire load because it's one or the other. But that Seattle stack's looking very promising. The Packers' defense is not very good. Um, there's just all this weird shit happening with the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is going to, like, show up on game day, and no one's even going to recognize him. So... I don't know. I feel like Seattle is going to come out in this game and give the Packers a show. So I really like the Seattle stack this weekend. It's very sneaky. It's going very low owned. People aren't on it. So that's my favorite one. Oh, Jim, let's move to you next. If you well, don't have any comments. No, I mean, I, I like that one. That's one of my favorite ones this week. We're getting Russ back. Um, I, 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 if, if he's going to play and he's active, then oh he's good no they activated him on today friday they could have waited till saturday they didn't even wait they named him the starter how, how is his finger okay uh well he's what? well Vinny. i i don't know if you remember but you remember the bubble water that bubble cured water. um his concussions magically yep the, the, sure. deer, the deer antler spray mixed in bubble water dude, it's just, the illuminati he, shit dude him and ciara yeah yeah he's just been <laughs> who who knows what he's been doing Right, but he's just been uh, like meditating on a mountaintop and like no, just she's probably healed. she's yeah. probably been fucking running sage around the house and like doing a little <laughs> seance at night, putting his like finger in the middle of the little candle ring and yep. like saying some weird shit and like I, I was just under the impression like you stick you know metal like rods into your finger and surgically repair. No, it. there's like, some there's some Scientology it. going on here. There's some there's some weird stuff. There's some Hollywood okay. stuff happening where but Russ I, is good yeah. to go. Okay. Like right. like Joe okay. said, Joe, Joe said, I'm I'm on board with it. Uh sign me up for all that weird shit. Um 
Yeah, that, this is a no judgment podcast. Like, no, absolutely not. No, so we're all weird. And for whatever reason, <laughs> Seattle <laughs> seems to play a lot better on the road too. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone thinks that like, oh, they're going to grow on the road and they're not great. The last few years, they've actually played like shit at home and played much better on the road. So. Yeah, yeah, Russ I mean, is a think, great, great cold weather quarterback. I don't know what the weather's going to be like in Green Bay, but it's that time of year. Um, I've heard we're going to get some Russ. snow flurries this weekend in some games. But again, Russ is great in the weather. He played at NC State, then he played over Wisconsin, Wisconsin as well. Yeah. And he's done great in his career in cold weather games. Um, I have no worries about that at all. Sign no. up for Russ to just fucking go off this week. So yeah, um, let's let's so, move on to our second right. stack. So my top stack. Um, it's going to be Brady. Um, yep. I like, I like Tampa Bay. They're playing the potatoes. Potatoes are absolutely terrible. Um, they do get a little bit of pressure. Um, no Antonio, right. Which again, uh, I like because it just narrows down the options of that passing game. Right. So there's a lot of different ways you could go about it. Um, for whatever reason, out of like the higher owned quarterbacks, Brady's coming in at like 4% ownership and it's this weird stigma again that like people think that the potatoes have this like incredible defense where they have a couple of really good players, but again, Brady, Brady loves that shit. Like he can, he knows how to exploit if they're just going to blitz or if they're getting a lot of pressure or what have you right coming off of a buy. I think it's a, just an absolute smash spot. If you look back through the year, the weeks that I personally have done well has been with Stafford stacks and has been with Brady stacks. And I'm just going to keep going that route um, and not overthink it, right? So, like, we're just going to keep playing Brady. Potatoes run defense is actually okay. So, okay, we're just going to continue to pass. I love the run back options on the other side with McLaurin and McKissick. So yeah, sign me up. Brady. It also it also makes it easier that Gronk is out this week. Mm-hmm. Antonio Antonio Brown's out this week, correct? He's yep, still out. He's out. Yeah. He's still so the fact that Gronk and Brown are out, right? That gives us that Godwin's Evans Brady stack. Very easy. You don't have to overcomplicate it. Yeah, um, that is that's my second favorite stack behind Seattle. Um just plug and a lot play. of Seattle and Bucks here. And, and then, like, a lot of people won't play McLaurin on the run back because he's so expensive. But, like, that defense is a pass funnel, and McLaurin just continues to kill it, right? So, like, I'm I'm fine with me. And then Mike Evans' price went down this week, which is kind of, kind of strange, but okay. Yeah, that's fine. Vinny, what are your thoughts? Uh, mute. Nope. Sorry for the delay. Sorry, Sorry for the delay, folks. Technical difficulties here. I'm going to take the other side of your Russell Wilson tail and go with the Mister uh, probably pissed off and anti-vax and you know uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, look, he's in a great spot, right? Seattle's defense is not good. He's at home. We know Aaron takes these things super personal, right? Uh, when 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 the world like turns their back on him, oh, that's saw his best, yeah. We saw it last year, you know, when they drafted Jordan Love, we just went on to win the MVP casually. Um, I think this is a game, yeah. Getting coming back, Adams, is, you know, obviously in a fantastic spot. 
He's got MVS back. He's got all of his weapons. Uh, and he's priced down. I mean, 7,100 for Rodgers. I'll gladly take that up against anybody on the slate. So my only concern with him is he's just so freaking efficient. He does like what he needs to do to win. But I think this is one of those games we could see him at home go bananas here. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I like I like that. I'm gonna be playing both sides of that game for sure. I love that game, yeah, 100. Um, this one's the obvious one. It's getting highest ownership overall, but it's Buffalo with Josh Allen. You know, he didn't have the greatest week last week, and people are starting to throw question marks up. Is he reverting back and all this stuff? No, he's not. And the Jets' defense is so bad, and their best player on their defense, Marcus May, is out for the season with a torn Achilles. So. Yep. The only problem with this is who's the ball going to go to? Russell Knox is coming back, or Dawson Knox is coming back, right? You've got Emmanuel Sanders, you got Diggs, you got Beasley. Beasley's been going off. What I'm hoping this week is Knox comes back, Beasley drops down in points, and Knox goes up. But and Diggs has got a low ownership, so I think I think for again, me this with, is the Jets. I think for <laughs> me with the Buffalo stack because of Josh Allen's rushing upside. I think I'm fine with just playing Allen and Diggs together and then fig- and then going somewhere else and like maybe playing one like Crowder on the run back. Um, so on that point, by the way, I have learned my lesson. No more slot receivers unless we know they're going to get just this high volume of targets. Just unless because Mike White's playing. It burns me a lot, right? Because like DFS isn't going to go, oh, PPR is going to win you tournaments. PPR is not going to do that. So you can get even 12, 13 targets, but if you're only receiving 40 yards and no touchdowns, you're a nothing. And Crowder's been doing that to me a lot. I'm kind of avoiding slot receivers going forward unless I know they're getting a massive volume um, the, the and, only, in the red zone. The only reason why I would I like Crowder this week um, is because Mims is out. Mims has actually created a little bit and carved out a little bit of a role for himself in that offense. Um, especially in the red zone, there he's getting more targets. But Corey Davis should be back this week. Corey Davis should be back this week, but again, that you know the Bills are probably going to try and take him away. Right? He's their deep yeah. threat. My, I think my, the Bills are most susceptible to that intermediate passing game in this particular game. I don't disagree with what you're saying, but in this specific game, I think the Bills are most susceptible to to a slot receiver. Or like to like a pass catching running back like Michael Carter, right? Like mm-hmm. either either Crowder or Carter is going to be my run back. This is not a stack that I'm going to get too crazy on, right? Like it's going to be Allen and Diggs, and then I might just move on, or I might throw Carter or Crowder in there. But I don't know if I'm going to get anything more than that. My biggest concern with this, and and obviously yes, like the Bills should handle the Jets pretty easily this week, right? I'm really worried that the Jets just can't – that they just get absolutely blown out here. And, like, we want four quarters, right? Like, we want actually a competitive The game. only thing and is I think Mike White is on the Ryan Fitzpatrick side of things where Mike he's going to dump God. it off. And Mike White does a really good job getting through his progressions, even he's though good. he's not this great quarterback. But he but goes the- through his progressions. He hits the guy underneath if he needs to. He keeps the ball moving. I mean, there's a reason this guy throws for like 350, 400 yards when he plays. Yeah. This is all Ryan Fitzpatrick vibes that we're getting. Zach Wilson always in completing passes and just getting their ass kicked. That's not happening right now. Yeah. So I, just I do think like that, the run back. I do think the Bills, like, their defense is the most underrated part of that team. Like, their defense is really good. Their mm-hmm. pass rush is really good. They have a 
lockdown corner and Tredavious White. Like their defense is solid, and so I'm just I, I just fearful that like so you know so this they, game's twenty eight nothing at halftime and they just shut it down. That doesn't matter though because the Bills have slept walked through the last two weeks. They're not going to let their ga- their foot off the gas pedal right now. I this you. is a, this is a division game. Yeah. They're they're gonna absolutely leave no doubt. Yeah, the yeah. fact that it's a division game is the reason why you know I'll be taking it, Buffalo minus twelve and a half this week. You know, I'm yeah, thinking a, they're gonna kick their ass, but the Jets a, are gonna run it back. Yeah, and, and it's a get right game, right? They played yep. two they, yeah. two snooze fests in a row. They're back at home, right? Or or is it in New York? It's in New York. In, either way, I mean, still, their, their teams in New York. They're not really traveling anywhere. It, even. It, Vinny, even more to the point well, where they're not going to let way. their they're, they're just not going to let their foot <laughs> off the gas, and I yeah. think that you know this is a game where they don't really care. They've been embarrassed kind of two weeks in a row, yeah, and they're not playing up to their standard. They that's could fair. beat the Jets sixty three to ten, and they just like wouldn't care. Yeah, right? that, that's fair. Yeah, no, I hear. I mean, I'll definitely have Bills. Right, I'm just thinking in terms of like going all in. I love more for me, at least like I'll be picking off bills in almost every stack. Like I'll have a Beasley Knox or Sanders in almost every stack. Yeah. Don't worry about that guy. So uh, yeah, no, I I mean, do you have a Vinny, do you have a, another stack here that you're looking at anywhere you want? I I love, I I love Herbert this week. uh, And I love that game. Um, Not not to man. Dude, Minnesota. Oh, you know, you know it's going to be within three points the entire time. These guys are going to be going back and forth. That's just how Minnesota yes. plays. So. Mi- Minnesota plays tough. And, and, and to your point, you said it earlier with one of the teams, like very easy bring backs. You have multiple guys with Thielen, yep. Jefferson, or Cook, or shit, you can stack the whole game if you want. Uh, Herbert got back on track last week versus Philly. Minnesota's secondary and pass rush, nothing really scares me there. Um, Keenan Allen starting to wake up. Like, you know, I love the, the Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen stack here. Um, yeah, Mike Williams, lucky. if you want to roll the dice on, you know, he's banged up a little bit and teams are just shutting down the deep ball. But if you want to go there, he's priced down too. like this game is just primed, I think, to just blow up. Yeah, I think this is a big Eckler week and we'll get there with running backs. But mm-hmm. we always talk about whenever we talk about the Chargers stack, oh, we put yeah. Eckler in the stack, right? Yes. Um, and again, they're taking away the deep ball away from Mike Williams. Guess what? Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler are about to put in work if they're going to take over, take out the top. I mean, the Chargers are still going to put up points. They're still going to move the ball. They're just going to have to find different ways to do it. Totally. Yep. Anyone Jim, else? There, you guys I have one more. Jim, is there anyone else you like? Um, I don't know if I have the balls to play him, but. The cojones. Do it. I mean, do no. it. I mean, no. At least just mention today, Junior. At least just mention them. Um, if if Cam Newton is active. <laughs> yeah, you probably should have kept that too. Good so. God. Good God, man. I don't think he's going to be active this week. I think they're starting PJ Walker this week. Um, oh yeah. My God. Yeah. If if Cam Newton is active. I have potentially some interest to play him with McCaffrey and DJ Moore. Yeah. Um, and might even get crazy and play PJ Walker with McCaffrey and DJ Can't Moore. Can't be worse than Darnold. 
it can't be. And that's really just unfortunate because I thought Darnold would do a lot better there. It he turns was. out he just fucking <laughs> sucks. And that is not man. great. But that's really the only one that I, I have some more interest in. Um, I think that you could do worse with going. I think you could go back to Dak pretty easily. This week. He's the highest. Like, he's like the highest owned quarterback this week. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, he's far. playing. It's pretty big. Everyone's playing the narrative of uh, this is the get right spot from the shitty game last game. Like maybe Doc just fucking sucks. You know what's yeah. fun? You know what's funny though is I looked up because I, I want. I was just doing my research. Atlanta's defense is not statistically as bad as you would think. No, they're not. I was no, really expecting them to be like bottom Dude, they're of the in. barrel. They're right? in almost every game. But they're, they're like middle of the road to get passing yards, giving yeah. up, touchers, giving up. Yeah, they're, they're a strange weird. team that I don't want to really go against. But yeah, I'm they're, gonna move they're, on they got, to, they got the voodoo south going on down there. Yeah. I'm not fucking with that. I'm going to so, move into this, this last game we're going to talk about that I am highly interested in. Well, I have one more, too. So okay. Go ahead. Oh. But go. You go. It's the Indianapolis-Jacksonville hmm. game. Right? right I, you know, yeah. So it's Carson Wentz, Michael Pittman, right? You you got Taylor. You can play as the third. I'm me and Vinny were talking about this before we got on here about Jamal Agnew, and we'll get into that a little bit when we talk about individual receivers. But this guy is out targeting the entire Jacksonville Jaguars team. He didn't even play receiver in college. He's a special teamer, and they it's signed pretty him wild. To, yeah, they signed him to a three-year, fifteen million dollar contract, and now he's getting the most targets on the team. Urban Meyer has a hard on for this dude. He's outplaying Chenault. He's getting more targets. Um, so wait, just, are you are you is, are you talking about you're liking more of the Lawrence side? No, you would, no. I okay. like Wentz and Pittman, <laughs> and you can Jesus. run it back, and you can run it back with someone like Agnew or yeah. Arnold at tight end. And this yeah. game, you know, these AFC South games, man, these are not good teams. Even Whoa. Indianapolis might be a playoff team this year. Their defense. <laughs> They just give up massive passing yards. Well, I just look at it too. Wentz is averaging 22, 25 he's, points a he's game. He's a good year. And so if he can get you ceiling, which is 25, maybe 27, 28, he can push here against a horrible Jacksonville team. Like, dude, you're very much in business at 5,900. That's almost 5X. Yeah, he's and going. Pittman, and-, and Pittman is, a, is one of the best stacks in the game right now. Who the hell else is he throwing to? He no, literally yeah. throws to Pittman. Pittman's yeah. an amazing – the one guy to keep an eye on in this game, and I know you, Jim especially is going to, like, freak out when I say his name because I know you hate his guts, but he destroys bad teams, and he's back this week, is T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. He only balls out versus bad teams. Houston and Jacksonville. Oh, Vinny, can can you play a guy that, like, he comes back? Like, what's he going to play, two quarters? Doesn't matter. He he, yeah, he can hit two deep. Matter. He can hit two deep routes, Jim. At what is he? Hey, what's his price? Way down. He's forty seven hundred. That's, That's what I'm saying. Like if That's you're gonna play expensive. it, if you want to cram in like Devonte <laughs> Adams and CMC and whatever, like I'm just saying, like this to the point of this game could very easily pop off. Like yes, very quick. But I, oh. I would say I would say though, if Ty was at like thirty five hundred, I would be oh, on board yeah, with you, Vinny. Totally. But forty seven, I mean, that's still not, too high for him. I don't even I'm know if he's going to complete the goddamn game. I'm not saying to play him. I'm saying though, like the fact that he's back in the mix just opens up even more of another sixty yard touchdown. Yeah. Well, the reality, the reality is like, Ty Hilton's just not very good anymore, and Zach Pascal mm-hmm. is not very good. No, yes. what I'm saying is against and bad, bad the, teams. No, like, I know. T.Y. Hilton always just goes off against but Houston. But the good player on that team, the good player on that yeah. team is Michael Pittman, right? Well, oh, I don't play bad no players. T.Y. Hilton's way past his prime, way past. No doubt about it. I, 
again, and it would be they like try a to deep get the ball dive. to Pascal, and Pascal is just not very good. That's totally. just the you know. So it's well, it's Wentz yeah. to um, our boy. That's it from that's it from you, Sacks. You covered it. I, I was on Indy, and I love you know a few random options for Jacksonville to throw in there because it's just two not so great teams that could just light it up. So I'm with yep. you. Cool. Let's move on to running backs. Let's do it, Jim. All right. Yeah, Jim. Oh well, I, know where you're I mean, go, but I mean, it's the just you know the really easy play this week that I don't know why he's not like 75% owned which is Najee Harris playing Detroit whoa I I, I don't get it um, is that 23% right now uh, I've got him at 16% okay so well Kamara is going Kamara so, out now right I mean it might move but. so but that's fine I anything under 30% I'm I'm playing him. Yeah. The the amount of usage that Pittsburgh gives him last week was his first like quote unquote bad week. And he's still I mean his floor is like 14 points. He's he's carrying Ben's last season. There's no doubt about it. One hundred percent. So if we're if we're going up top, I mean, you know, I think a lot of people are gonna go a few other places. There's one other guy that I, I really like that I'm gonna play a lot. I'll wait to see if one of you guys talk about him up here. But I mean, I think I think it's really hard to look the other way when Najee's only seventy nine hundred. Like he should be the most expensive running back on the slate this week, and he's not. So yeah, All right. I don't no, know. I, I like it. No, I like it. It's not like it's a bad play. I'm gonna have a lot of Najee going this week. Um, I'm just that's, a little bit. No matter what the chalk is, I think you eat it this yeah, week. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn. Like, right, there's five running backs over 7,600 this week that are all in good spots. You know, we're gonna have to play a high guy, possibly a low guy, maybe two high guys. Okay, um, on three, say the, outside of Najee, say your favorite above 7,500. I'll do the same. Okay. All right, one, two, three. McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah, it's that, McCaffrey. Dude, he's, he's coming in. At, right he's coming in at below 10 percent and. He's still, when he's healthy, the best fantasy football player in the league. Yeah, and last week you can tell they were probably just getting him back in the game. They were kind of getting their ass beat, right? So they just pulled him away. This week, you know, I think the Cardinals are in a weird spot, you know. I think they're they're traveling to Carolina this week, and, you know, Kyler's trying to get right. Hopkins might not play this week. Um, I could see Carolina actually putting some pressure on Arizona and McCaffrey having a huge game. So, so it's 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 in Arizona. Just the, the biggest reasoning for it, dude, is and I, I hate to go here because it has nothing to do with football. But like David Tepper is not going to let them just fold up shot. No. That's why he signed Cam Newton. Well, dude, totally. their defense like, and dude, they got Stephen Gilmore, right? Their defense is still playing really well. Like, yes. I think they can win this game, honestly. If Kyler's not healthy, yes. the Niners suck, dude. Like, what Arizona did to him last week was a little misleading. Oh, big time. Like, oh, yeah, big the time. Niners are a bad football team. CMC is going to get more workload, they said for sure this week. Get back to like 20 plus carries mm-hmm. with PJ. At quarterback, he's probably going to get eight to ten targets in the receiving game. Well, yeah, like, like PJ Walker is not going to be pushing that's the, the thing. ball down. And the that's field. the thing when Darnold was at quarterback, Darnold was always throwing the ball downfield in the bad situations, throwing picks, tip balls. PJ Walker is going to dump it down, right? Yeah. And McCaffrey is going to get all of that. And McCaffrey at five percent this week is just ridiculous. People think the Cardinals 
are the 1985 Bears on defense, and they're they're not. No, they're not. They're Dude, not. this is a guy. They played a shitty Niners team last week, and that's about it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so if he if he's there and he's not going to be like nearly what I expect him to, I CMC is by far my favorite play up top. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So moving on, my one of my favorites, and this one is like so obvious to me that it it can't work. <laughs> but I'm gonna have to play him. It's Dalvin Cook against the Chargers. The Chargers run defense is so oh, it's so, so bad. So bad. They're, you so know, bad. They, they're right. the worst yards per carry in the league. Dude, oh, yeah. not even that, they're the worst of um, you know, yards before contact. Like these running backs oh. are getting downfield average three yards before they even get touched. So Dalvin Cook and that not offense, you know, when they get a push. Dalvin Cook has massive games. He almost broke out last weekend through a huge game. So I think well, Dalvin, I know there's these things going on in his personal life and all that stuff, but he's saying he's innocent, whatever. I think Dalvin's going to come out and he's going to fucking Whatever, play. he's going to play. Like, as long as he play, doesn't get yeah. – if he doesn't get subpoenaed, you know, Saturday uh, before midnight, <laughs> like, I'm on him. Like, yeah, I, you know yeah. what I mean? So, I think Dalvin yeah, is like, going to go nuts this week. It's just trying to decide who is going to play in what lineup with these running backs, right, because there's so many good options. Well, I think it's just the tricky part for sure. But yeah, yeah. There, and there, and the other thing too is that we'll get to it. I mean, there's not a lot of pay down options. No, there's so, no like clear like, oh yeah, that guy this week, right? Well, there are, but we're gonna get to that. I, I mean, that's the elephant in the room this week. That's like literally it's gonna make and break lineups for mm-hmm. sure. So what? The, I think the one guy we have to mention up here, he's in a great spot, is Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I like the other guys more. But there's a very real possibility he walks out of here RB1 this week. Like, mm-hmm. Jacksonville is really, really bad. And Taylor is really, really good. Uh, if he, I, think, as- I think that Jacksonville is going to load up against the run and try and make Wentz beat them. I, that's what I would do, you know? I mean, um, this, this is a situation where they, they showed that they can do it last week. Yeah. Right? Um, now <laughs> – devil's advocate to that is that the fucking bills for whatever reason chose only to run the ball like 11 times which is very weird that's what they do every time i mean hey i mean i don't know man i think it i think it's gonna be one of those things where i think they're i i like jonathan taylor so much right I i think that he might be kind of the trap this week of, you know, I think he's got the highest ceiling yeah. out of any, any running back, but I yeah. also think that he could have like 11 points and, and just kind of kill you at 8,100. Yeah. yeah. The problem is this I mean, game might be closer than we think. And the Colts just don't pound the ball, you know, correct. and Naheem Hines yeah. is in there during pass plays. And it kind of just pulls a lot of that, all those points yeah. away from Taylor. That's just the story totally. right there. As to where, uh, like, I love Cook, Taylor, man. <laughs> as to where like, the guys around him, McCaffrey, Cook, and Harris, and Eckler don't ever come off the field. Yeah. Taylor yep. actively comes off the field in passing situations. They're still giving Marlon Mack a few carries here and there. Now, Taylor gets like 98% of all the red zone looks, right? So mm-hmm. there's that. But, I mean, it's just one of those things where I, I don't know. I, I – I don't know if I'm going to have a ton of Taylor this week. He's just so you can't play everyone. Yeah, right? exactly. I think that's the biggest he's, thing. He's exactly. the guy for me this week that I probably am not going to have much of, and he might even be a full fade for me. Well, yeah. and I look at it as like there's nothing wrong with the play. Like I, 
I will tip my cap if he beats me. I will completely acknowledge if someone plays him, like that's not a bad play. But for $300 more, I'm just going to play Christian McCaffrey. Yep. So yeah, that's just where I'm at. And dropping down, I think it is back to Cordell Patterson week. Yes, yeah. sir. That's what I was going to oh, talk about. See that. He's getting that Dude, high ownership, bad. man, but I just he, don't care. <laughs> he, he's got he's got to be juicing, right? Like he's doing something. Like no, this is incredible. Who cares? This no, this no, guy's no, hitting. He's no, hitting his prime, dude. He's hitting his prime. He's hitting no, his prime. He, this is like year nine on eight different teams where he always like kind of screws up the rotation, doesn't deliver. God damn, is he delivering? But dude, he's this guy's a, having an amazing season. The thing is, when you, see him, when you see him with the ball in his hands, like he he trucks people, right? He breaks tackles. <laughs> he he does it all, man. Like, and I saw him in an interview. He's wearing a shirt that said, "Make fullbacks great again." This guy is the man. What's this guy doing? Fantastic. I mean, he, he's he's found a whole new mentality. Cordell Patterson, line him up, dude. Sixty six hundred. Yeah. <laughs> That's too cheap. <laughs> no doubt about it. it. Is there anybody else mid range? Because I don't have anybody. Uh, but I think we got to talk about the the elephants in the room down low. So, but is there anybody mid level that you guys want to talk about? Yeah, like um, the one guy is it's Michael Carter at fifty six hundred with the yeah. Jets. Um, Jim brought him up earlier with Mike White. He, he is a PPR machine at the running back spot. He's going to get carries. He's going to get catches. He's going to be there in the red zone. You know, Carter's getting targets. He's a good they running really back. Really like him. Um, so Carter at fifty six hundred. Hell yeah, sign me up because yeah. he's getting all the all the, the share. But Johnson comes in every once in a while to give him a spell, but it's not a split by no yeah. means. No, yeah. All right. Um, I mean, so when we're talking about down low, what are we thinking? Like five thousand and under. Yeah, I mean, like the two biggest storylines that are going to play into Sunday are Darius Johnson with both Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb out for Sunday at forty seven hundred, and then. Uh, Mark Ingram at 4,500 with Kamara out. Both guys um, are going to be rolling in at like 20 to 30 plus percent ownership, but are both going to be the sole pretty much running back in that offense. So, so they're going to be uber chalk, but I mean, what do we do here? So I think Dearness Johnson for me is is probably the fade. Um, I think the Patriots are going to smoke the Browns this weekend. <laughs> yes, I think so. Um I think that whenever you get one of these cheap running backs and they're in the 30 to 40% range, it don't it doesn't really matter if he's in a great situation. That's just an easy way for me to pivot on to something else and to get massive leverage on the field of a guy who's played one good game in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Baker's still got the fucked up shoulder. He's got the broken clavicle on his non-throwing shoulder. What's Belichick going to do? I was thinking the same thing. He's going to load up against the run, and he's going to say, okay, Baker, you with no Odell and this collection of very young receivers, you go try and beat us. Look, and the Patriots' defense is solid. Their secondary is solid. Their corners are very good. They turn the ball over. I mean – The Patriots are right now ranked 10th in yards per carry at 4.1, tied with the Rams. So I don't understand – I get the volume – from that perspective, but like I don't understand when every person, every tout was like, "Lock Dearness Johnson," like just lock him in every lineup. I was like, ah, "No, I'm full. I'm full fade on Dearness this week." The Patriots defense is really good. They were so good. But to Jim's point, you know they're good. More? Just leave. 
But to Jim's point, they're good, but like they're gonna be really good in the sense that like they're gonna just say, "All right, Baker, you're gonna have to throw up 50 times today to beat us." Like, good luck, dude. We're yeah, stacking to, the box. To who? To who? Good luck, Donovan, Donovan Peoples Jones and his three tight ends that are on the field all the time. Like uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, work. totally. So, I do, however, have some interest in Mark Ingram. I think the New Orleans – I don't think Tennessee's defense is that good. And he's way more capable, I think, in that offense to at least be serviceable to get 10, 15 points at 4,500. I'm not saying he's going to pop off and be CMC all of a sudden. What scares I me – he can be effective. What scares me is Taysom Hill is back this week in yes. full. He's not playing quarterback, which means he's going to be the red zone specialist yes. in packages. And yeah, it's not ideal. It's not great. So, no, I'm going to fade both these dudes. I'm going to let everyone fail, and we're going we're gonna to crush them. And we're going to crush them. Right? Um, so, I've got some other guys down here that I, I would be interested in playing. Um, number one is Javante Williams at $5,000. Um, he's good, man. He's good. I, I, he's, we're getting to the point into the season where Melvin Gordon's just starting to wear down a little bit. Denver's actively going to try and run the ball. Fangio's playing playing for his job right now, right? He, he I mean, I think he's still going to get fired, but I I mean for $5,000 for the amount of work that this guy's getting and coming in at like 2 to 3% ownership against a very 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 bad Philadelphia defense on the road, like they're going to try and run the ball. So like Sign me up for that. Um, and then the other guy, if if Ramondre Stevenson does not play, I will play Brandon Bolden at 4,400 um, against Cleveland. Because if Stevenson's not there, then it's just going to be him and, um, and Damian Harris, and that's it. So at 4,400 for, and again, a guy that's sort of hovering around 1% owned, um, those are going to be my two down low plays. And if they kill me, they kill me. And But I don't think they will. You know who I am going to go back to this week? Hmm. J.D. McKissick. Yeah. Now, the Bucks are going to A little more win. expensive. A little it's more fine. expensive. At 5,200. But, again, Gibson's not going to have a role this weekend. I... The Bucks have one of the best run defenses in the game the Bucks are also going to kick their ass, which means J.D. McKissick might be on the field for three quarters plus. And I'm just hoping that Taylor Heineke doesn't steal all his points and try scrambling every damn so that, play. That, that's, that's my the, issue. That's my, that's my hiccup, but I am definitely willing to take a chance because this situation is just set up for J.D. McKissick to have a 20-point game. Yeah. What, one other guy that I'm eyeing, and this is like – this is like a 0% owned probably guy. Uh, I don't – I think a lot of people are going to see what James Conner did last week and freak out and play him. And I think Eno Benjamin's going to take the Chase Edmonds role. He know. He's 4,400. Dude, he got 10 carries last week. Obviously, absolutely trucked the Niners cornerback into that touchdown. Um, but he's going to be the guy who's in on passing downs for them. And when they're running, they're spread off. If, I'll, I'll preface it with this. If Kyler's back, I like Eno Benjamin more. Okay. If, okay. If, if 
if Cole McCoy's in, they're going to run the same game plan, right? They're going to run the ball. But Carolina's run defense is good. Like, I think they're going to have to run, especially if Kyler's back, more of that spread, like let it fly offense. You know, Benjamin's the better suited running back than James Conner for that offense. So, yes, Conner could snipe a few, you know, touchdowns there. But for 4,400, like, again, if you're trying to get off that Dearness Johnson 50% chalk, like, he's a guy who could go 10 points, 12, 15 points very easily on Sunday. So, just throwing it out there. All right. Um, you guys done with running backs? Because I'm done yeah. with running backs. Yes, I'm done. All right. So with the receivers, we've covered most of the top guys through our stacks. Is there any random one-offs that you see on there that we haven't mentioned that you're like, I am all over this this week? I'll start with you, Jim. Jim is muted. Jim is muted. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, um, random, random one-off receivers I like. Um I think that CD Lamb is a guy that, you know, if we're not going to play Dak um, because he's going to be so highly owned, uh, I think CD Lamb is a guy that coming in at either four to 5%, I could get all over at $7,000. Um, get all over it. And then my guy that I'm just going to continue to play every week because Ben's got a noodle arm and can't throw it very far is Deontay Johnson. I don't care how much he's going to be owned. He's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it says I've got him coming in around 20% on. Like, I, I, I really don't care, to be quite honest with you. Um, and then my, probably my last guy getting down to the mid-range um, would be DJ Moore at less than 4%. Um, you know, we talked about it. P.J. Walker is not going to force the ball down the field the whole, whole hell of a lot. Um, he's going to be looking to throw probably those shorter routes. Um, DJ Moore is, kind of fits that bill. Um, you know, the McCaffrey thing, obviously he, he takes, a, he takes a lot of DJ Moore's upside away. Um, but if we're just talking one-offs outside of stacks, I think those are guys, three guys that I'm going to be right. probably targeting a bit. All right. So one of my guys, I'm going to go down low here because we need to find these low and these low price receivers that are going to get us our points this week with all the inflation we're dealing with. Okay. Um, and the biggest reason I'm really on this is because everyone seems to be playing Tennessee's defense this weekend. Everyone is going all in on Tennessee's defense. You should. Well, Traquan Smith. Traquan Smith has, you know, played the last three games. He was out the entire season up until this point. He's starting to get his targets. Okay. He is their downfield threat. He yeah. is their guy that's going downfield and he's going to make those big plays. And New Orleans has nobody else to throw to. Marquise Callaway has been their number one all year and he hasn't done shit. Yeah, so true. I can just see Traquan Smith having one of those games three, four catches, two touchdowns, um, some big plays. So I like Traquan Smith as a one-off, especially because everyone's all over Tennessee this week after what they did last week. Um, again, Sean Payton's going to find a way to carve him up in some way and not get any pressure on Simeon. So, yeah. All right. Hmm. All right. I think if I'm going to have to pick off a few random guys so we talked about that just wasn't involved in stacks, mainly for me, bring back guy uh, Adam Thielen. At 6,700. I mean, the guy just produces, right? Like, he's been a little bit more inconsistent this year, but that makes him 
more prime for a GPP type yeah, play, right? We, we, we guessed it um, wrong last week, right? We were yeah. all over Thielen, and we're like, hey, we're going to fade Jefferson. We think this is what's going to happen. And yeah, the totally. reverse Je- happened. It happens. It is but what it is. Jefferson still didn't, like, kill us. He looked no. like he was going to. Um, yeah. But he just gonna, wasn't getting any targets. And man. Thielen just kind still, of fizzled out. And Thielen still had seven targets, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So, sorry, we, we have a technical difficulty with baby crying in the background. Uh, so, matter. yeah, so Thielen at 6,700, I, I love a lot. Uh, I'll go back to it again. Christian Kirk at 5,500, you know. Um, I don't I don't know if Hopkins is going to play. I don't know if Kyler is going to play, but he seems to be the one constant very much in that offense. He's absolutely receiver two, even if Hopkins plays. Um, like him a lot, and then – you know, Joey, I, I don't know if I want to save him for you, but you brought him up. Also, I'll just tee it up for you. Go but for you mentioned, I think a deep sleeper this week at 4,000, Michael Gallup is back. Yep, yep. Um, and, dude, I honestly, I kind of missed that. And I think that's just an incredible play this week. Like, he's absolute receiver three in that offense. And you know when Amari goes down about six minutes into the first quarter with a hammy, like, he becomes – wide receiver two in that offense, you know, yeah. like the only, the only scary part is right. Is there's so many targets. We talk about this with the Cowboys. There is. It's hard to pick who the right person is, but Gallup at 4k to hopefully get us, you know, 12 points or more, but you're not going to get anybody at 4k is a focal point of the offense. No, right? no, no, like, no, no, no. You know, so you got, but, you know, Gallup's going to be fresh. Gallup's a great receiver. Dak likes throwing to Gallup. It's been proven yep. over the last few years. Um, 4K is just way too cheap, and people have definitely forgot about Gallup. So, yeah, I love that play. And I think the only other guy I'll mention is uh, at 5,300. I'm going to continue to play Jerry Judy. He, he's just the oh, yeah. best receiver suited for that offense, and Teddy Two Gloves there. Um, they get a soft matchup here. And, uh, yeah, I'll just keep playing him. Philly's secondary sucks. And um, I think he's in a really good spot. So, yeah. I think I think the one cheap guy that you guys didn't mention that I'm definitely going to have some interest in just because it, Godwin, um, he's questionable. I mean, he's going to play. But if Brown is not playing and then if Gronk is not playing also, Tyler Johnson is a guy that I think that – I mean, Godwin could miss this game, dude. He's questionable, and he hasn't really practiced. Like, I think I he's gonna so, play, but he may miss. Like, so if he doesn't, if he he he's shaping up to be a game time decision, right? But now, but now, what if the Bucks just kick their ass, right? First quarter, second quarter, and they're like, all right, dude, we don't need you, and you got Johnson out there every damn play exactly. in the second half. And yeah, no, exactly. I agree with you, Jim. So like, he's a guy, and I mean, if we're there's just not a lot there down low this week there's not he he's a guy that's that's like an actual viable candidate that's like active in the offense like if you start to look at all the other guys down there it's just like yeah it's not good okay like you know we've got guys like penny hart and like richard higgins and you know keelan cole i think is potentially interesting um with the jets but well, now you're dumpster diving for real. I mean, we got so, a we got a I'm gonna going I'm gonna finish there. up with I'm gonna finish up with one receiver. We already. I was gonna I, say, I are you okay over there. I mentioned we have, we have alarms going off. We have yeah. babies going off. Like yeah, dude, that, that was an emergency alert. Yeah, it's yeah. happened on my TV too. Rapist. Yeah, what is it? Better yeah, ass. The last receiver. The last receiver that um, I talked about his name earlier. 
but it's Jamal Agnew. Again, Ooh. he has gotten the same amount of targets as Marvin Jones the last three weeks. He's out-targeting Chenault. This guy – and there's a reason. This guy is a focal point of this Jaguars offense. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from. But Jamal Agnew is on the field every single play, and Trevor Lawrence throws him the ball. And, again, no yeah. one's really playing him. And the Colts' pass defense is awful, like really, really, really bad. Uh, it's and, not good, man. And if this game blows up like we wanted to, Jamal Agnew is my guy. 4,500, you know, give me a floor of like 14 points. Hopefully he sneaks a touchdown in there. I don't know. I got this feeling about Jamal Agnew this week, and that's where I want to end the receivers. Um, you guys ready to go to tight ends? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, There's one yeah. guy that we didn't get to play last week, so we are chomping at the bits to get him in there this week, and his name is Pat Fryer Moose. Oh, my God. 3,900? What is that? I will give Jim credit. Jim has been on Fryer Oh, he killed before that Before anybody. Before anyone. Anyone. Been saying it all year. Ben. He's gonna he's gonna be pretty, like fairly chalky this week, but he's he's arrived. I'm not, you know? not gonna be chalky enough to fade. No, 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 no tight ends to be chalky enough to fade. And at well, thirty nine hundred, yeah, there might be one. Dan Arnold's cl- climbing close to twenty percent. Yeah, it's sad. It's really sad. I love Dan Arnold. This well, Ag- well Agnew, Agnew is about to take everything from Arnold. So. <laughs> Uh, I agree. Only other guy, well, I have a few, a few random guys sent in the pot, but Fort Knox is back this week. Yes, sir. Forty six hundred. If you can, if you can afford that, the tight end, you're not going to pay all the way down and save it. Fort it's Knox. not a coincidence that the Bills started puttering out there as soon as Dawson Knox left the <laughs> offense. He's the missing link. Fort Dawson Knox? Knox is about to come back, and you're going to see Buffalo just go off. Well, okay, Knox, Knox in the red zone is – he's a beast, dude. This guy, he muscles out everyone, he catches the ball, he runs after the catch. I mean, he's a focal point of that offense that they have been missing completely the last three weeks. <laughs> I love it. I'm telling you. I, I think Dawson not is it Dawson? Is that his name? Yes, it's yep. Dawson. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, I even know his fucking name. Dawson's Creek Knox. He's about to go fucking berserk this week. No, I really like the Knox play. That Buffalo's <laughs> offense, I think, with him in it, it definitely changes things. All right, all right, um, all right. I got two guys outside of Fryermuth that I am targeting in um, this week. Uh, number one is going to be a guy that I'm going to go back to right below Fryermuth is Ricky Seals Jones. Um, currently coming in at like half a percent owned, um, works great in the, in the Tampa Bay stacks, right? I can run it back with McLaurin and Seals Jones or McKissick and Seals Jones. I mean, he's still a focal point to that offense. Um, and at 3,700, you know, he's sandwiched right in, in between Fryermuth and Arnold. No one's going to play him. And he's very easily going to he, – he's going to get five to six targets. And if he gets into the end zone, I mean, it's going to be – you're going to have massive leverage up on the field. Um, another guy in a game, in a situation, this is a guy that I don't play a lot. And I absolutely hate his fucking guts. But Jared <laughs> Cook at $3,200, I cannot ignore. No. Um, I don't like the Parham touchdowns when it get close to the red zone. That really bothers me. But if we're talking about trying to win tournaments, right? 
Jared Cook at 3,200 in a game that we like. We already talked about. We love the stack, right? Who are we going to stack him up with? I personally would love to do a Herbert Eckler Cook stack and to just kind of go from there, right? Because I think you're gobbling up a lot of the touchdown equity within that stack with Herbert being able to rush the ball, Herbert being able to throw the ball to Eckler and Cook, and then Cook being or and then Eckler being able to rush the ball in. So at 3,200, I think. Cook's just a little bit too cheap. Um, so those are the guys that I'm going to be kind of going to outside of Friar Muth. Um, yeah. I got, one guy below, I got one guy below that. Um, this is a throwback mm-hmm. to last year, and this is another tight end Jim was on, and Adam Troutman for the Saints. Oh, he's gotten, that's he's a gotten, throwback. Oh, yeah. He's gotten seven and six targets the last two weeks. Trevor Simeon's in. Meaning the tight ends getting more targets. They're not yeah. throwing the ball downfield as much. Adam Troutman's all of a sudden a part of this offense and at 3K to give me a 3X ceiling at nine points. Yes. Man. I, yes. You've mentioned way too many Saints tonight. Like, dude, yeah, without that, Kamara, that team sucks. I've That's mentioned, I've mentioned two. I've mentioned no, two. you talked about Ingram. No, I didn't. Vinny did. Uh, Traycon Smith. And Adam Troutman, there, that's but it. There's, but to Vinny's point, there's been and far too many Saints talked about tonight. They are a dumpster fucking fire. Well, look, everyone keeps migrating towards Tennessee's defense, and Tennessee's just going to annihilate the Saints this week. And that always gets me going towards, you know what, go contrarian, play the opposite, go back against it. So that's why I'm talking about Troutman and Traquan Smith. I don't like the Ingram call. I didn't talk about that at all. Um but through the throwing side, I think we can get some shit here. Some shit can go down. So, again, these are guys at 3K and 4,200, right? These are, <laughs> these are guys right. that all we need is 10 points for 3X, you know? So, all right, all right. That's they're, in target, tra- they're, they're in target situation. I, that's more Troutman talk that I'm looking for. But, right, okay. Not. Can't wait till all right. shoves it up your ass this week. Def- <laughs> De- defenses. <laughs> I don't think Troutman's shoving it up anybody's ass. Fucking <laughs> clip that. Confucius say Troutman. Don't do that. Do you, who do you guys like on defense? I'm going to go with the Patriots if I'm going to go anywhere above 3K. Um, again, they have no running backs. Dearness Johnson, we talked about it. We're going to fade it. We think the Patriots defense is solid. They're legit. They're going to go in the positive points category. Um, I don't know if we're going to be able to fit them into most of our lineups this week. But if I can... I really like the Patriots up there. All right. Is anyone so, down low you guys like? So oh, far, yeah. I've I've only got one team that I I have some interest in. Um and it's going to sound kind of weird, but it's I mean, maybe it's not too weird, but it's the Cowboys at 3000. I think that's going to be probably they're not too expensive, they're not too cheap. Um but again, they the team just kind of got embarrassed last week. Um, you know, you've got you've got the old Falcons coach who's now the D coordinator, right? I I, th- I just think that they're going to go into Atlanta. I think they're going to rough Atlanta up. Matt Ryan's actually been playing pretty good, but he's also one of those guys that can have the like four interception game, and I think that this is the game. They're not very highly owned, which is like kind of scary to me. Um, and and like you know, what am I doing here? But at you know one to two percent owned, I would much rather play them than like the Titans, like we were talking about 
right at like 14 to 15% owned. So the Cowboys, yeah. I don't, it anything real low, I don't know. Vinny, if you have something, I don't know. Really I got something. Not... I got something here. So yeah, I, I'm with you. I think the Titans are not a bad play. If they creep up into 15, 20 plus percent owned, I mean, come on. Um, but if they're I'm going, going mid, to. I know. If I'm going mid tier, I don't mind the Broncos here. I do still think they got a really good defense. Vaughn wasn't really contributing much to them much no, he, anyways yeah, when he was no. leaving. Uh, we saw what they, they can do against Dallas. I think they're at home at mile high. That's a tough place to play. Philadelphia sucks, dude. They, mm. They're not good. Jalen Hurts sucks. They, they've been like running the ball now all of a sudden, like with they're, Jordan they're Howard. Yeah, Whatever, dude. Good. Like I'll take Denver at 3,200 as like a mid-tier play. Um, Jalen Hurts will turn the ball over a few times. And then if I'm going down low, I'm, isn't kind of my call of the week, I'm telling you, if Kyler doesn't play, I like Carolina a lot. Yeah, I think I, I think that I think that's fine. If Kyler uh, doesn't play, I think that's just fine. I think Cole McCoy again. The Niners are a really bad football team. The country is going to see it on Monday night versus the Rams, where they're going to get boat raced. Like, dude, they didn't do anything spectacular. Like, they threw a few random like swing passes that Connor took fifty yard plus. Yeah, I totally they, they hit Kirk on a sixty yard play. Like. They didn't do anything spectacular. I think Carolina's got a much better defense than uh, than the 49ers do. Um, I totally they, agree. They got a pass rush. They got good DBs. I think at 2,600, you could do like a lot worse, honestly. So if Kyler doesn't play, that I'll be all over them. If he plays, maybe I'll still roll the dice. What, you, what, do you guys, what do you guys think about Detroit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Dan, Dan, I think it's, Dan, I think it's Dan, over. I don't think they have anything going for them. I think no, it's over. No ankle biting. No. Jim, their last three, their last three games went three points, zero points, and minus four points. Their 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 defense okay. at this point's like okay. We need to think about our careers here, guys. I would That's honestly, <laughs> I would honestly, if you're gonna, if you just have to pay the, like bargain bin, I'll play Jacksonville over him against Wentz, who's for sure gonna turn the ball over at least once. Probably multiple times. That's actually not a bad Jaguars at twenty two hundred is not horrible. They they That's, like they're they could get blown out, but like Wentz is gonna turn the ball over. Yeah. Yeah, There's my only problem positive. with Jacksonville is they are the ones that I have the most most concern that they could actually get me negative points. <laughs> Dude, they, and that's they what have, I do not need. Jacksonville's only gotten negative once this year. They put up 17 last week. That's well, this the last week. Um, I, I can't really I can't really dude, fact I can't Wentz, really factor last week and in, into it. The, come the, on, man. The fucking bills were probably out banging strippers all night the fucking night before. <laughs> they were in Florida. In, they, they those guys those guys live well, exactly, right? You could just grab anybody. I mean, those guys live in <laughs> Buffalo, right? There's, there's probably just trim just walking around the streets, just throwing themselves into their windows, yeah, right? Like, right. please. I hear you. You know, I, I can't really. 17 right. points last week. I don't. Did anybody actually play? I'd like to meet somebody who played the fucking Jags against no, the Bills. Nobody like, played it, but. No. All right. Bold call I'm not the week. It this week then. Bold call the week. I'll play him. I'll give a fuck. Let's do it. Let's go. Fuck that. Jim. Yeah, I want to hear this bold call you've been. Yeah, man. what do you got? Let's find it. A sub four. Gabe Davis. 14 points or more. For the Bills? Yep. <laughs> what? 3,400. Oh. All right. He's, he's going to have 
He might do it in one play, but he's going to have 14 or more fantasy DK points this week. My okay. God. Wow. Talk about you ask the for bold, I give you a bold. I'm going to give you a bold one. Let's I think Jaco- I think Jacoby Myers scores his first touchdown of his career this weekend. <laughs> yeah, you heard that right. He hasn't scored a touchdown in his entire career. That is that is a stat. That's a thing. Like this guy it's plays full time, and That's not a bold he call. gets That's targets. A he gets stat. He gets catches. <laughs> he's on the field. He he he's a starting wide receiver in the NFL. He's like a Z, and he doesn't get touchdowns. I can't wait. How until, does he like, not have a touchdown? It's like Julio Jones when he played for the Falcons. It's just I can't wait till like four years from now and Joey just he's on the Jacoby Myers train and it's like (laughs) the the Titanic lady like eighty four years later you know like when you finally score eighty four years (laughs) Jacoby Myers still hasn't scored a touchdown unbelievable (laughs) so Jacoby Myers is scoring a touchdown this weekend boys okay all right I don't really know if that's bold but okay. All right, he's never scored before. I mean, <laughs> bold, bold call of the week is I think uh, Aaron Rodgers turns that needle back and stops the rest of the league and leads all quarterbacks and points this fully intended. <laughs> so what, like 30, 30, 34 plus? I think he's thirty five plus. Okay, wow. I think I think, I think Rodgers has ceiling game this week. And I think that game shoots out, and I think he just goes absolutely game. bonkers. Yeah, I'm and still he's on. Just, the- and he's just okay. discount double checking the world. He's just hip yeah. flexing the world. Like, yeah, I'm Rogers. rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. Rogers, maybe like a like a like an F Goodell shirt underneath his jersey with Ooh, like, like pulls that. it up you know, after the touchdown, or he's got like a Pfizer shirt underneath oh, the jersey. Just says, yeah, it just says FJB. <laughs> Yeah, something. He's going to do uh, something. Guy's going to wear a Let's Go Brandon shirt. Guys All right, ending with that. <laughs> good pod, guys. Um, good luck this week, everybody. <laughs> like I said, I think don't overthink it this week. I think the plays are right in front of our eyes. There are some great matchups. Um, we just got to fit the right lineup together to take down some tourneys. It's all so. on the hips. Make sure you uh, go to our website to see all of our articles, college football, NFL, DFS, and we're short some betting on there as well. That's uh, DFSRedZone.com. Follow us on our Twitter handles, JJ McIntosh, DFS Joey Levine. He's still Vinny Levine 29, but uh, he's mulling over some name changes here. about to be oh, Vinny Betts. We're debating a few names here. Vinny, give give out some names here, and then maybe people will actually uh, comment and tell you what name you should go to. We got uh, Vinny Bass. If someone's still listening at this point, they deserve deserve to be heard. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, Vinny Betts? I don't know. I think we should just go full, like, you know, like when you turn on uh, AM radio, sports talk radio, Saturday at 8 a.m., and there's, like, the gambler guy who's, like, trying to sell you his picks. I think we just go full mob names. Yeah. Like Jimmy, You're, Joey, Vin, but like, like, like Tiny Jim. And well, we've got like, the names. Uh, I'm got telling the you, it's, it's, it's Vinny Betts. <laughs> we've got the it's, names. It's so. Vinny Betts, Joey Bags, and Jimmy Smalls. I mean, this is, <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> Jimmy I love Smalls. It. I fucking love it. Oh, it's perfect. All right, guys. Good luck this week. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. And uh, yeah, man, let's win some money. Later, guys. <laughs>